everyone. Welcome back. You know your favorite in the life of a conspiracy theorist. This is Glop News, and we're coming to you, not live. We're trying to figure that part out. But, hey, this podcast here is a deal with the subject matter and the topic at hand of Israel, the Gaza Strip, and America. Should What should be done? What should happen? Um, but we're pretty much stay as much... You know what? No. We're just going to go wild with it. I do have my co-host here with me, which is Art Teacher for Life. Welcome. Hey, it's me. So, we're actually on our way back. We have been uh, camping, and uh, it was rather fun until I twinged my back. So, hey. Hey. You know, it's like my sis said, you ain't 15, boo-boo. You ain't 15. I forgot about that. Okay. She laughed. So, we are going to talk about the events that's been unfolding and I've been waiting on this topic and not coming at it immediately because I kind of wanted to see the directions going now as I've mentioned in the past it's interesting that we have three and a half years of none of this crazy bull crap going on in the Middle East not at this level where all of a sudden bombs are being dropped and there now you're having Iraq, Hamas, uh, they fighting over the Gaza with Israel dropping bombs on Israel, and all this chaos that is ensuing. Now here is something I'm just going to put out there. The reason why we had three and a half years of peace is that the Middle East will um, they they look at the leadership. If it's a strong leadership, and they know that that strong leadership is stronger than they are, they'll respect it and cease fire. But when they see a weak, frail, intimidated, someone that can't even get out a full sentence without asking his handlers if it's okay for him to speak, takes questions from the media and his team freaks out. They see a weak leader, and they know that that weak leader is not going to have the back of Israel. Strong leader has the back of Israel. The hornet's nest calms down. And then all of a sudden, you take away that leadership, and then they're like, "Oh, okay." But here's the thing: this, this is this is getting out of hand. In all honesty, you have America who is looking at our strongest ally, you're taking a look at the whole world, and as these events are unfolding, not even over 100 and, uh, not even over 200 days ago, America had Israel's back. Now, if you ask the American people, the American people do have Israel's back. One, especially in the Bible Belt, because they believe that they are the chosen people, that they are the chosen nation, and they they need to be protected, and we need to be in their good graces. To be in their good graces means we're in the good graces of the Creator. It gives you a new hope in humanity to understand that there is a Creator and not just science and the other religion. But at the same time, you have a group that wants to make the apocalypse happen. And they believe that if they stir up the hornet's nest a little bit, we might just 
get that push to make Jesus come back a little quick. Now, we know that Biden is a weak president, mentally, physically, and ethically. We can clearly see him telling Israel they need to back down. Having Israel look and go, okay, we're going to be, we're going to do what America says. We're going to, we're going to stop, even though we're getting the shit bummed out of us. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna back off. We're gonna try and have, you know, a ceasefire in the next couple of days. But now you've got, you got Bernie Sanders just sitting there saying, "Hey, I want to stop them from selling weapons." Okay, Bernie, are you gonna stop America, the country in which I've taken an oath to be more involved in? Just thinking there, Bernie. What, what, what about you other aristocrats? Y'all, I mean, look at them. Don't don't sit here and think that, oh, well, we're America. We can do what we want to do. And we can say what we want to say. Because that doesn't fly anymore in the world right now. They see that we're divided. They see that we're weak. So, I want your perspective because you just now started looking into the news and stuff about it. Yeah, and I've heard some of the things you talked about, too, but just to get a little more understanding, I'm digging through some uh, uh, news articles currently. Okay. Um, they do say they're on possibly the path in a couple of days of receiving a uh, ceasefire. Okay. Uh, they have not said anything about it being official, but they, I think they're in talks. Uh, right here it says that Biden also... Telling them that they needed to, they need to back down. They yeah. need to de-escalate the situation. Yes. So. They said this is the worst fighting since May of 2000. It was either 14 or 15. 14. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I mean, you had a new president that was bold and said, "You know what? We're gonna make Israel. Uh, we recognize it as the uh, the official capital of Israel, and we're gonna move Jerusalem. our Jerusalem. Excuse me, and we're gonna move our embassy." to Jerusalem and everybody was like jubileeing and, and yah 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 and, and all this and then you would think that that would have you know definitely stirred up the hornet's nest that would have definitely made them you know angry and you would have thought that bombs would have dropped but they didn't because they knew that the leadership in America was pro-Israel yep. and it was extremely extremely it's like, that, like I said in one of my other podcasts Sometimes you just miss that crazy old uncle that you know you can look outside and his grass is cut to the T. Everything looks nice and neat and every children know they're not allowed to go on it because that crazy uncle's got a gun. And he ain't scared to use it if you get on his property. And that, that's essentially how I viewed uh, President Trump is that, you know, no offense to anyone who's a Trump supporter. I enjoy Trump. Trump did a lot for this nation. I just have questions about some things spiritually 
Oh, well, look at this. I'm wearing my uh, cowboy hat, and I got a bunch of horses crossing in front of me. Yeah. I don't know. <gasps> Look at the pretty pinto. Oh my Beautiful. god. So pretty. Oh, they're having a party, looks like. Looks like, don't they? At least it was on the other side of the street. Oh my gosh, it's lovely. Oh, there's no nice. horse riders. Oh my god, it's so cool. Yep. They look like they're having a good time. They sure did. Oh. And, and it, you know, right there life happens and you're supposed to take a moment and enjoy it because obviously we're on the road right yeah but, <laughs> right and you're supposed to enjoy it you're supposed to enjoy it and i understand spiritually why there is so unrest but i also think that it has to do with also other devices and things that could be in that region that so many of these people are trying to get their hands on and control and control the narrative and and people believe that if you control the the war effort or the chaos that ensues in that nation that you're going to be able to up the uh the uh the uh the end time prophecy i mean these there, there's a group out there that are believers in our in our government alone that are believers in jesus and don't get me wrong i'm a believer in jesus too but they believe that they are the ones that's supposed to bring in the era of the coming of the Messiah. Now, I have learned as a scholar and as a teacher and as a minister that God doesn't need us to interfere in his timetable. He's got it all worked out. He knows the end from the beginning. This is not going to be a sermon. I just want to put that out there. So, when you have people with this ideology of the Middle East, if they can control it, they get to manipulate it, and they get to orchestrate it in a way that, for whomever they follow, to become out as the victor. Now, this has been the worst, and here's the thing. We had two towers taken down in New York City. Now, the conspiracy side of it says it was an inside job, but majority of Americans believe that it was done by Arabs, died by Palestinians, excuse me, and that they took down these two towers, and then all of a sudden we have a war on terror with no end date, and America invades all these Middle Eastern cultures, countries, countries and, and just demolishes them now, you think about all the death toll that has taken place with America dropping bombs in, in areas that you sit there and go, wait a second, something just ain't adding up here. I mean, I get you're trying to bomb them back to the Stone Age, but still, this is, this is a, a little obsessive, if I do say so myself. And, you know, the, the, the rest of the world is sitting by going, okay, America, you do what you want to do. But then America sits there and when our nation is actually physically getting attacked with bombs over their civilians, we're telling them, show a little restraint. But where was America's restraint after 9-11? Where's, you know, let's just be honest. The only time that America had any restraint was, again, when we were under a strong leadership 
didn't have to flex his muscles to sit there and go and bombard another nation to put them in their place. They just knew by what he spoke and how he said things and what he would do. They were like, you know what? That crazy mother might do something to me. He might just actually say, you know, I got the football. I'm going to throw it deep into your territory. And we'll see what happens after the uh, barbecue. That might be inhumane. That might be, you know, horrible to think of it that way. But that's that's essentially how I view it. Um, I really don't understand why America, and our, with our failed foreign policies... And you, you had a friend that this a uh, or have a friend, excuse me, not had he's still your friend that was an ambassador at the UN. Yeah. And uh, he he he's did called a minister. Minister, sorry, yeah. thank you, minister. Um, minister of Singapore. Of Singapore, okay. So obviously he was not known when I met him the first time. <laughs> I know, I know, y'all were just college together. Yeah. Um. And I find it interesting that, excuse me, that came out of nowhere. Wow. Well, I'm sorry. That was rude of me. <laughs> when it happens, it happens. And, um, but, you know, he, he was there to make sure that his nation was represented. Correct? Yes. And he was looking for the best outcome for his nation. Yes. Now, if he was looking for the best outcome for his nation, and he was doing it, you know, through diplomacy and through uh, working in the UN, working with other nations, there was nothing wrong with him doing that, right? No. So, why is it that we're not seeing that being done with the Palestinians and with the Israelis? Why are we not having their ambassadors... There, work together. Work together. Come up with a plan. They are not interested in that. Is what I would say. Okay, that makes that can make sense too. That is not like on their agenda of things to do. That's but, probably on the bottom. But yet, their scientists work together at CERN. I agree. I mean, for me, is making me ask the question: Why? Why now? Why at this moment? And I'm going to tell you why. The best way to get the rest of the world not to focus on our weak leadership is to entice a war in another nation. Mm-hmm. And what that does is, is it will bring in the military industrial complex and will come in and start profiteering off of weapon cells. Bernie Center knows this. That's why he's trying to stop Israel from doing it. Because he, he knows that when they get to issue out the ones that they want that and against who they want and send those out, they will not be able to keep them under wraps. So that's why he's trying to do this as a blockade. Again, again, we're seeing where they are going after the Israelis but not the Palestinians. And I, uh, it's just like with my back being twinged. Sometimes if something takes too long, I just have to sit down and just say, you know what? I got to go home. 
But um, at the same time, I'm looking at Bernie saying, you know what, Bernie, it's time for you to, you know, sit down and go home. You, you... Don't want you to do. Yeah. Nobody's and, listening, unfortunately. And at the same time, Bernie, you know, you're... The party that you're a part of, that's why you consider yourself an independent now, is that you know that your party is not what it once was. The Democratic Party has really become pro-Palestinian. It's, it's actually rather uh, alarming uh, what we're seeing on the political agenda is you've got uh, Israel, uh, you got the Republicans are pro-Israel. You have the um, you have the Democrats that are now pro-Palestine, and you're seeing the two oppositions even unfolding within our own nation, which is alarming. That that much pull comes from the Middle East. As a bystander, someone that doesn't really keep up with that type of the politics and stuff like that on that side, how does it make you feel that our country could be interfering in another nation that could backlash onto us? Hmm. I think the main way it could backlash is that we actually go over and get involved and choose a side. I think that would be the worst thing that could happen. I know that um, currently the administration is leaning toward Palestine, even though he's saying to Israel that he's trying to work with Palestine to do the ceasefire. I, it, it makes me nervous because I, in general, just don't want anybody killed. And right. there's already a whole lot of people that have been killed, um, more, like we said, since um, May 2015. And I don't feel like people's huge grandiose ideas should involve ch- women and children which they are involved yeah um, and it doesn't mean I think that somebody should make a coliseum and everybody go at it you know no but but I think that things can be I don't know you can agree to disagree and, and the other thing too why and is- I know it's a land. Yeah, I it, noticed the pa- Palestine was uh, there, and then they made Israel a uh, country, uh-huh, and nation. they took over some of that land that Palestine was like, that's ours. To be honest with you, I've looked back and forth, and I can see where Palestine would think it's theirs. We go through the Bible, and we're Christians, then the Bible says it's theirs. Right. And now, they did get pushed out, and they had to leave to go to I- Egypt when the famine got really bad. But you also have the thing too though, where you can go and even in Mark Twain, not even in the scripture, you go to Mark Twain, Mark Twain went to Israel and says, why is it these people are fighting over a desert? Mm-hmm. Dead land. Mm-hmm. And so... I think it's the point of the matter. I think that's the only thing that could be going on there. So you don't think it could have something spiritually to it? Oh, I don't disagree with that. Okay. But if you looked at it from, you know, an outsider's perspective, it was like, well, maybe they're just doing it because they want to not have somebody feel like they're a pushover. You okay. know? Once you establish the fact that you're just going to move back, what's to stop them to keep on pushing? Well, because they definitely, because Palestine has clearly said that they, in uh, Iraq, um, have said 
and, and Hamas have said they want to push the Jews into the ocean. I mean, oh, essentially, well, there you go. they want to push them completely out of existence. Now, the thing that bothers me about this is the fact that I keep going back to this. Three and a half years, nothing. Then, a new president comes in, and for me as a conspiracy theorist, it makes me think, is this being orchestrated? Yes, people are losing their lives, like my wife said, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, is this being orchestrated? That this is being manipulated? That this is being done for a future agenda that we've not seen because what I also find interesting is dealing with COVID you're not seeing any spikes in those areas where they're starting to fight amongst each other on top of that we're now seeing that COVID is going down so this narrative that COVID and you got to get your vaccination which is going to be another podcast that we're going to do um, where Biden is saying that you know if you don't get your shot you're going to have to pay and I'm like uh, okay so uh, again, this uncertainty, this this unrest, I feel as if there is something that is behind the lines that we're not seeing. You got to think the CIA, the MI6, uh, you know, they all, all these little secret agents and everything, they have their agenda, they have their informants, they have their partners, they have their friends, and they, you know, they can make the world turn in a direction that is completely off kilter than what we're familiar with and we're seeing that right now and today so my question is to you if israel's the one that didn't start this but is being the one that's being attacked should they be the one to back down first no they should be allowed to defend themselves uh, that's the way i see it yeah and and i think that there's a lot of people that are told uh, I'm going to go back to school, you know, because in school, it's like... Well, you're a you teacher. A bully. I know, for 20 years, so I, I view things that way, too. And school is a really good conglomeration of the world at large, because you have all different types and different people and different struggles, and you know. And um, in school, you're told, don't fight. So you may have a bully that's picking on you, you know, calling your name, saying your mama's ugly, you're fat, that your brother's a bastard child, etc. You know, and that child ignores that child. Well, really, the only thing that happens is that bully just keeps doing it and or escalates it, gets others with him to do this. And so, in the school setting, they be like. If one fights, he's going to get in trouble. If the other one defends him, they both get in trouble, supposedly. Yep. Now, luckily, I worked in schools where they paid attention to who was being the aggressor. And they made sure they got statements from teachers and students, etc. So they could punish... The correct one. The correct one. As long as the other one was just defending. Now, once both, you know, fists flew in both directions, they all got it rode up. But everybody was held responsible for their actions. Exactly, exactly. And so, yes. so when you see this in the in the world right now, for me personally, I agree. I agree with my wife 
uh, on what she's saying. But for me personally, I think there's something we're missing. Yeah. They, they, it's always been they will do something to cause a distraction while they're implementing what they truly had intended. So, you know what? Be safe, guys. Take care, guys. And like I've always said, please pay attention to your surroundings because you never know what lies around the corner. God bless. Bye.